You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along. On today's show, Bill Bender of Sporting News joins us to preview the SEC football season. He's got a piece up at SportingNews.com making his predictions for the year. The AP Top 25 is out. Only five SEC teams in their Top 25 will tell you who got left out. And we'll go around the conference as we get an update on the South Carolina quarterback position, injuries to a few Missouri wide receivers, and what's the latest on Brian Maurer at Tennessee. We will discuss it all. I am Chris Gordy. Be sure to follow Locked on SEC for free wherever you get your podcast. You get the latest episode of this show as soon as it comes out each and every day. And a quick reminder, if you have fantasy football questions you need answered before your draft, don't miss Locked on Fantasy Live on Wednesday, August 18th, 9 p.m. Eastern, streaming on the Locked on NFL YouTube page. Subscribe now so you don't miss it. You can get all your fantasy questions in there. All right, let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the handoff. Around the conference. The AP Top 25 poll came out yesterday, and Alabama was ranked number one in the first AP Top 25 poll of the season. There have been 165 AP polls since the start of the 2011 season. Alabama has been lower than 7th in the AP poll for 5 weeks and outside the top 5 for a total of 11 weeks. In that span, Alabama has been number 1 in 86 of them. Unbelievable. Alabama received 47 of the 63 first place votes while the top 5 was rounded out by Oklahoma, Clemson, Ohio State and Georgia. Ohio State received a first place vote, Georgia received 3 first place bo- votes. Uh, Georgia was 5th, Texas A&M came in ranked 6th, Florida 13th, and LSU 16th. Ole Miss and Auburn were left out. They were both in the others receiving votes grouping. If you remember last week, we talked about the USA Today coaches poll, and Ole Miss snuck in there at number 25. AP poll a little bit different. They leave Ole Miss out. But uh, many of the other rankings still very similar in the AP poll. Over in Tennessee, according to Jimmy Himes of Sports Radio WNML.com, redshirt sophomore quarterback Brian Maurer was not at practice again on Monday, marking the fifth consecutive practice he has missed. Still to this point, Maurer has not been removed from the roster, nor has he entered the transfer portal looking for a new home. According to Rocky Top Insider, Maurer posted to his social media last week uh, post that he ended up editing that said they took my dream after four days. That's okay because I'm a soldier, number 18 out. So we'll see ultimately what happens with Brian Maurer. Over in South Carolina, Luke Doty suffering a foot injury over the weekend that is going to leave him out for the foreseeable future. Shane Beamer says, though, he's confident that the Gamecocks have plenty of options there. When Beamer was discussing the injury to Luke Doty, he shared that Jason Brown, the transfer from St. Francis, redshirt sophomore Connor Jordan, and freshman Colton Gothier aren't the only possibilities. Beamer said DeCarian Joyner took some snaps at quarterback this week as well. Beamer said, quote, we're nowhere near the point of naming a starter. Jason got reps, but Colton and Connor got a bunch of reps today and did a lot of really good things. We'll watch the videos of staff. We play in three weeks, and a whole lot can happen before September 4th. So we will see, but it's sounding like Luke Doty going to miss a good bit of time here for the Gamecocks. Over at Missouri, Coach Eli Drinkwitz told reporters Monday that wide receiver Jay Macklin is out three to four weeks with a fracture of his orbital bone, while wide receiver Mookie Cooper 
he is out with a lower leg injury and could be out anywhere from 10 to 14 days. Said he hopes both will be back for game week, but it is not certain. So we'll keep an eye on that. That'll be two big losses for Connor Bazelak heading into year two. On Sunday, Kentucky coach Mark Stoops, of course, announced that Penn State transfer Will Levis was named the starting quarterback for the Wildcats. And it was also revealed that Joey Gatewood uh, was entering the transfer portal. That news was made official yesterday as Gatewood officially entered the portal, now free to explore his other options ahead of next season. Kentucky will move forward with Levis as its starter, Bo Allen as the backup. If you remember, Gatewood transferred from Auburn to Kentucky ahead of the 2020 year. Last year, he ended up throwing for 109 yards, no touchdowns, and an interception. He did add 62 rushing yards. Over to LSU, Neil Farrell, defensive lineman, gave some high praise to his teammates on the D-line. Asked about a recent practice, Farrell highlighted freshman Mason Smith and second-year player Jaqueline Roy as two guys to keep an eye on this fall, saying they were going to put on a show. LSU, of course, looking for some depth on that D-line with Glenn Logan out with a broken bone in his foot. Over Georgia, JT Daniels, quarterback, has signed a six-month exclusive NIL trading card deal that will pay him $100 per signature, according to the Action Network. ESM, which is representing JT Daniels, says with 50% royalties on signed and unsigned cards, that that deal could reach seven figures. Daniels says he plans to share half his earnings with his teammates. And in recruiting news, Alabama, they added to their 2022 class with a commitment from a safety out of the state of Georgia, Jake Pope. He had announced his commitment to the Tide on Atlanta TV this week. He's six foot one, 190 pounds, rated as a three-star, the number 26 safety in this year's class. Pope is commitment number 14 to Alabama's 2022 class, currently ranked number one in the SEC. Florida, they dove into the state of Georgia as well, landing their latest commitment, a linebacker by the name of EJ Lightsey. Three-star linebacker, six foot two, 210 pounds. It's the 12th commitment of the class for Florida which is now ranked 24th in the country. Florida jumped six spots to number 24 after landing Lightsey. And Vanderbilt, they got some bad news in recruiting as a three-star linebacker out of the state of Florida decommitted from their program. Alex Williams, the number 86 linebacker in the class of 2022, announces decommitment. Vandy now down to 18 players in its 2022 class, ranks 35th in the nation. And that is around the conference. When we return... We talk all things SEC with our buddy Bill Bender from Sporting News. That's next. This episode brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need for your vehicle. Save time and money when you use Rock Auto. They are a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you can need for your vehicle, from brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet, Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, and make sure you write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you. Look, you're talking about saving anywhere from 30%, 50%, even 100% less than you would spend at those local uh, chain auto parts stores. Just go to rockauto.com right now. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. 
Did you know 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention some experts out there who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. That's where we introduce you to Stat Hero. It is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. Your name, you name your stakes, winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. Nobody else does that. You are in total control. Stat Hero is DFS the way it was meant to be, one-on-one. Go play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Here's how you get set up. Go to stathero.com slash Locked on. That's L O C K E D O N. You could sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Stathero.com slash locked on. Roll along here, Locked On SEC, and the college football season is right around the corner. We are just days away, getting ever so closer, and I thought, man, we got to catch up with our buddy Bill Bender from the Sporting News. I've been reading so many of his articles. He's been previewing just about every conference across college football, including the SEC, and he joins us now. Bill, what's going on, man? Hey, not much. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So uh, I was reading your article about uh, with, with your predicted order of finish and kind of all your predictions for the SEC. And, you know, I'm seeing a lot of the rankings come out. You know, obviously the AP's coming out, the USA Today coaches poll, all that kind of stuff. Does it feel like this year is going to be kind of top-heavy in the SEC? And by that I mean, you know, we got Bama, we got uh, Georgia, we got A&M. You know, I think uh, LSU somewhere in the teens, and then there's a big drop off. Does it feel like it's going to be a top heavy year? No, for sure. I mean, you'll get the AP pool today, and it'll be the same top five, the same kind of five on the outside. Um, I thought the coaches' pool top 10 was pretty good in what today will look like. But, you know, this is just the state of college football where you've got five or six that can really win it. You know, you and I have talked about this for years, and and after that, it's hard to find a legitimate national championship contender. It's so interesting, Bill, because, you know, we, we like Georgia because they bring back so much. They, they got all their running backs. They got their defense. They got JT Daniels. You know, you look at uh, Texas A&M. They, they got to find a new quarterback. But, man, they bring back the offensive line, defensive line, all these new pe- you know, these pieces that they have. Alabama loses so much. But, boom, here we are, just preseason number one. Is, is, does it amaze you that Nick Saban just – constantly gets that pass where it doesn't matter what he loses, coaching staff, players to the draft, it's just automatically we expect him to be right there at the top? Well, you know, any other year you might pick Georgia to win the SEC based on what they have on paper. I mean, if we were just doing this on paper, Georgia's loaded. And Alabama lost a lot to the NFL draft. But I think we've just learned and kind of trained ourselves to assume that – they're going to be really good, and Bryce Young's going to be really good, and the new skill position guys are going to be good, and Henry Toto at linebacker is going to be awesome. So, so that uh, season doesn't really start until Alabama loses, and uh, this is no exception. Your uh, piece on Georgia, you say, can Georgia finally break through? That's your top storyline from the SEC. It does feel like always the bridesmaid, never the bride. I mean, Kirby Smart has done such a good job of recruiting top five talent every year and, and really – you know, cruising through the, the SEC East, but, man, 
He's got to break through and win that national championship. They came so close just a couple of years ago. If they don't win it this year, I mean, I don't want to say you put Kirby on the hot seat, but I think the rumblings in Athens start to say, man, if not now, when? Yeah, that's going to be every year because the pressure builds. You know, it's very similar to what Mark Rick did. Um, and Kirby's recruited better than Mark did um, in some ways. And every year that they don't, that's going to get a little louder. I don't think this is at a hot seat stage by any means, but four years from now, if we're dealing with the same trend, then maybe we will. So I think this year, like I said, on paper, they've got as good a team as any anybody in the country. And uh, it's just that, can they break the Alabama home? More with Bill Bender right after this. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way for you to bet on all your sports action. We know the SEC season is coming up. You want to make sure that you have your account ready to go and set up at betonline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. If you want to bet on baseball, they've got it for you. UFC, MMA, all the action is there for you right there. Before the next game, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all their great sign-up bonuses, contest info, everything they've got on the website. And the best part is, if you head over to their website right now, use your mobile device, you can sign up today, receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game before the start of the season. Bet online. They are your online sportsbook experts. Run along here, Locked On SEC. Let's touch on a couple of your uh, Heisman hopefuls. I know you've got Matt Corral, JT Daniels, Bryce Young up there. I mean, have we just conditioned ourselves? That, I, mean, I mean, I know Devontae Smith won it last year. We've had some running backs, but, man, it just feels like every year it's it's going to be a quarterback award. It's been so heavily a quarterback award for so long. Yeah, it is, and, and it'll continue to be that because it's the most important position, the easiest one to put up big numbers, et cetera, and I think that'll continue as we go. Um you know, I think that's one of those things that uh, I'm very interested to see how it goes. You know, what running backs and what receivers maybe could break through. I, there's some really good skill position players in the SEC, too. But it starts at quarterback and corrals a guy that led the FBS in total yards last season. So, yeah, I mean, he's a natural fit. He's probably going to put up some ridiculous numbers in Lane Kiffin's offense this season. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. I, I know they lose Elijah Moore to the draft, but uh, any reason not to think that Matt Corral leads college football in passing this year? Well, I mean, they're going to be one of the most entertaining teams, for better or worse. Um, they kind of like last year. You know, they couldn't stop anybody, but they could score a ton of points. And I think that's, that makes them one of those interesting chaos teams in the SEC West. They're going to lose some games, but they'll probably beat somebody they shouldn't and lose to somebody they shouldn't and, and be a very entertaining team along the way. Well, that's why I think that offense should be very dangerous with Corral. And um, wouldn't be surprised if, you know, when you can score 40 points like they did last year, they'll be up there among the nation's best offenses again in 2021. It's so interesting, Bill, looking at the numbers. I know you break it down in your article at sportingnews.com. The SEC stats that matters, you know, basically you've got to have a high-scoring offense to win the SEC these days. It's it's amazing when you look back to Alabama last year, LSU the year before, you know, the SEC has almost adapted the Big 12-style offenses where, you know, first one to 50 wins. Uh, what did you find in, in kind of your deep dive in, into those numbers? 
Yeah, I mean, the SEC has become – I mean, the last two years, LSU and Alabama have had two of the greatest offenses of all time. I mean, and I don't say that lightly. They they have all the right pieces, quarterback play, high-scoring offense, you know, um, everything you need to be the best offense in the college football. So that's where it's gone. You know, every year the number, the yards, the points have crept up. The defense has kind of given up a little bit more behind it. And, uh, you know, 45 points, 450 total yards, even more than that, over 500 now. Um and then you can give up a little bit more on the back end, but that's how you win in college football. And Nick Saban saw that. I think he saw that once. He saw Deshaun Watson, and that those games really changed college football because now everybody's trying to outscore everybody by a lot. Talking with Bill Bender of the Sporting News. You can follow him on Twitter at Bill Bender ninety two. Bill, you list a couple of your your biggest games in the SEC this year, and in my mind, I mean, there's really two to decide who's going to go to. Atlanta, obviously Florida versus Georgia. I feel like in you know in the East, the winner of that's going to go to Atlanta. Kentucky could play spoiler in there, and in the West, maybe LSU or Ole Miss could play spoiler at some point. But I think it's that October 9th game, Alabama at Texas A and M. I've been to Kyle Field for some of those games, and you know even when they had Johnny Manziel, they were exciting. They were in those games, but uh, obviously Alabama was a little bit too much and pulled away. I just feel like that's the game. If you're going to have a, a pent-up fan base that's been, you know, waiting to get back to a sold-out Kyle Field and it's going to be loud, I just feel like that game on October 9th is going to decide the West. If A&M can break through or win that one, man, they're in the driver's seat. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge game. I mean, huge spot for A&M, a program that really is looking to step up and take that next step with Jimbo Fisher after getting on the fringe of the college football playoff conversation last year. So, yeah, I think that those are the two games that would really set the tone for the entire season. Now, Florida also plays LSU. You know, they play Alabama early, so there's plenty of chances for them. Um, and A&M is this team that I just think, you know, this is a huge opportunity for them, knowing that they've lost the last three to Alabama by an average of 23 points per game. So at what point is somebody other than LSU going to step up and challenge Alabama and the SEC West? It's been a long time. What do you make of the, the Josh Heupel hiring at Tennessee? I, I feel like he's the right man at the right time for that program, just for a simple fact of they've had inconsistent quarterback play. You know Heupel's going to get them at least some consistency consistency there and you know, actually be entertaining and score some points. What do you make of Heupel with the Vols? Yeah, I mean, he'll be interesting. Um, he hasn't you know, overwhelmed them in press conferences, but he's not, you know, he's not a press conference coach. He's just a good offensive mind, I think. What Tennessee did that was right was Danny White found a coach he could trust, and now your athletic director and coach are working in harmony. That's been a while since that's happened. Um, And and they've got a mess to clean up. So I think, you know, from an offensive side, they've had this four-way quarterback battle. I think it's three-way now. Um, That's where it starts. They just got to generate some offense, generate some excitement for the program, get rid of a lot of the toxicity that's been in Knoxville for several years, and then you start recruiting on top of it. And, And then maybe they can start to close, truly close the gap against the Florida's, Georgia's, and uh, Alabama's, their rivals that they haven't had too much success with. When we talk about those new coaches, we got Hypel at Tennessee, we got Shane Beamer at South Carolina, Clark Lee at Vanderbilt, Brian Harson at Auburn. Who in your mind do you think is po- poised for the most success out of those four? Well, I mean, Brian Harson probably out of the shoot, but I really like Shane Beamer at South Carolina. I think uh, – he said all the right things. I think he could follow the blueprints that Steve Spurrier did, where you 
if you recruit well in the state of South Carolina, because there's plenty of talent there, um, you know, start to try to compete with Clemson, which, you know, the, the funny thing is, I always tell people, South Carolina is probably the bigger program in the state, even though they're not the better program right now. Um, so, you know, those are the things he's going to need to do and, and try to get them to compete in the SEC East. But I, I like what he's doing. And uh, I think Harzen at Auburn, I mean, it's a new, fresh set of eyes. If they give him time and accept him, I know that hire wasn't met with a lot of fanfare, he might do all right. Talk with Bill Bender of the Sporting News. Uh, Bill, last thing for you, we're winding down here, just a handful of days till the start of the football season. What are you working on over at uh, Sporting News leading up to the start of the season? Oh, yeah, we've got plenty of, you know, good things here at Sporting News coming. we got a, a lot of uh, content, preseason content on the pools. Um, you know, we run through all the predictions last week, and we're just excited to, to write about games. <laughs> so here in a couple of weeks we'll have that. Uh, there is all that preseason content you need on our site, and uh, we'll have more over the next couple of weeks. Bill Bender of SportingNews.com. Bill Bender, 92 on Twitter. Bill, thanks so much for the time. I really appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me. All right, that is just about going to do it for this edition of Locked On SEC. Our thanks to Bill Bender, Sporting News, join us, previewing the SEC football season. Keep it locked right here. Locked On SEC. We're here for you five days a week talking all things SEC football. Counting you down to the start of the season. I'm Chris Gordy. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. A quick reminder, betting on the SEC doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, Lee's lock of the day, follow Locked On Bets, brought to you by betaline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts.